Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's time now for Heart and Lions on WEEI. We are in as what Rich Keith likes to call the noon o'clock hour here on a Sunday afternoon. Lions in heart, heart and lions, whichever you prefer. W-E-E-I. He is John Lyons. He is new to the W-E-E-I airwaves and family. And I think so far we've had a decent show. He has Two hours in, still here. You're still here. You haven't beat me up. You haven't pulled a Mac Jones and yelled at me, told me to shut the F up. Or like waved your hands at me, waved me off. So... Uh, we'll Joe take hasn't that. cut my mic off. I did at all. see no. during the break John was yelling at you, Andy, saying, "Stop running the damn ball." <laughs> That's true. It's not working. Stop yeah. running the damn ball. Yeah. Passing game. Let's go. Quick game sucks, right? Yes. So uh, we are talking a little Patriots now. We started, and we are open to anything. It's a Sunday morning. We're not one of those structured shows that are going to stick to the show sheet and talk this and that. Other than twelve twenty, we're sticking to that damn thing because I've been teasing that for two hours, and we're going to play today's edition of. Of more likely with John Lyons as the contestant. His parting gift will be the C4 squishy ball I brought or something from my friends. Yeah, we'll see C4. if I leave after that segment. Yeah, you yeah. might. That's yeah. okay. All downhill from there. I could talk about the dog racing that is on ESPN News right you now. You know what I watched last weekend? This is a totally not related. Squirrel moment. There was a dog jumping competition. Oh, I love those into the water that, that they was throw the awesome. thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, long jump. I those wanted to take my dog outside and start like sweet. training him for that. That those. was awesome. I wanted to train my dog so bad to like just get in a pool and like swim around and like jump off the the dock, go into the water, but just too afraid. My dog jumped off the boat yesterday. Yeah. Didn't want him to. <laughs> he just decided he was going back in. What so. was the length on that? Uh he yeah. got pretty good distance, feel- probably like 10 feet? That's a thing, too. Like, if you really wanted to be a degenerate gambler, I mean, you want to bet on the dog jump oh, yeah. length. Oh, that's got to be. What about this? That's the AKC be... Flyball Dog Challenge, where these guys are running back and forth. It's it's like a relay, I think. They're yeah. pushing See, off I feel of like pads. My and... dog would be better at that because he goes to my backyard and just runs like 100 I miles an hour. this is called the Zoomies. <laughs> Yes, actually, Don't that's you a, call it the zoomies? That's a technical term. Yes, yes the zoomies. These dogs have the zoomies on national television right now. Yeah. And they're competing. And right now, uh, Spring Loaded is up one nothing over... It's a good name. All for, revved uh, up. So, yeah. Uh, 
You got that going on, which tells you it is the slow time of the summer. Yeah, which so is... much for the Wimbledon finals. Let's watch the dogs. Yeah, mm. I mean, I would say my favorite thing of the summer yeah. was the Celtics trading for Porzingis. My second favorite was watching that dog jumping competition cool. last week. That was awesome. You can get, you know, the, the term Shawshanked by yeah. these types of things, like the movie. You watch Shawshank, yeah. it's on, you got to stop. Some of these things we mock. You're like, oh, no, wait, we, I've been watching this for how long now? I, I think I sat down, and next thing I knew was like 30 minutes later. And uh, late arrival here, I just want to thank the 413, the guy who likes to say Andy Hart sucks every show I do. Um, normally does it in the first hour, so he must have slept in today. So hour number three of well, Hart and Lions. It is a Sunday. Maybe he had church. Yeah. You know, that's the Maybe type said of a prayer for you and now prayed you for suck. me. Now tells me I suck and I sit when I pee. According to him, that seems a bit sexist. I don't think we're allowed to say that in this day and age. There's a lot of issues being side note. Went to a great bathroom the other day. You know, there's a bit of a controversy about bathrooms and pictures and who goes in them and what the bathroom sign said. Who cares? Just wash your hands. It said that on both bathroom doors. Well, if I had to think of kind one of thing I want to make sure happens, hands get washed. Yes. Yeah. That's And they were single um, yeah. use rooms or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. But uh, I enjoyed that. Anyway, we are going to go back to the phone line, 617-779-7937. We have uh, Brendan in Weymouth who wants to talk about, I think, maybe one of the more intriguing Patriots heading into the new season. Brendan, what's up? Hey, what's going on? Um, I just want to say I think the Patriots um, hit a home run of the third round this year with Marte Mapu. Um, I think this was the steal of the draft, possibly. Belichick loves the kid. Um, he flies around. He's a jackhammer. He plays that linebacker slash uh, safety position. Uh, Daniel, Daniel Jeremiah said he loved him. He was his favorite pick in the draft. And I think he's going to be hot take. He's going to be my rookie of the year this year, and he's going to be a big player for them for uh, years to come. Brendan, appreciate the call. He is definitely a hot name that you're hot-taking this Sunday morning. Uh, I don't know what to make of him. I Everything Brendan just said is true. Daniel Jeremiah loves him. Bill Belichick loves him. Bill Belichick has lusted after these types of hybrid, positionless, defensive football players forever. On the OTA and minicamp fields, he looked like he was playing at a different speed than everyone else because it looked like he was playing at a different speed than everybody else. Everybody else was playing at like 80% speed. I swear he was playing gym hero, try hard, full speed ahead, even though he's in a red jersey, still recovering from an injury. He, in like, you want to talk boom or bust for the Patriots this year? I think he might be the biggest boom or bust Patriot there is. It would not stun me if Brendan's right, and he's the rookie of the year for the Patriots defense. Also would not stun me if the guy gets exposed, embarrassed, and benched by week two. Yeah, and I think he's a fascinating guy because he, you mentioned the tweener-type guys. You look at their linebackers, Jawan Bentley, Tavai, those guys are 240 pounds and up. And then some of their safeties, like Jabril Peppers is 5'11", 215. Adrian Phillips is in that range. Mapu's 6'3", 217. Like he's in, physically, he's in kind of that tweener spot. And I think we saw in OTAs, he looked like he belonged. He looked good, but you make the good point. It's OTAs. I mean, what is the real level of competition there? And the Patriots, they use three safeties so much. And All the time. So is he going to be out there in a package? Like if they have a package with Kyle Duggar and Mapu and it, like Phillips, that's really athletic three. And I wouldn't be shocked too. Jack, so Jack Jones to me is the swing guy in the secondary because if he plays, all right, then you can take What John- if he's incarcerated? Right. So then he's not going to play. So if he plays, then you can take Jonathan Jones, and he can play free safety. 
fastest guy on the mm-hmm. team, great range, has played it before. And then all of a sudden, you can have a three safety package with Duggar, John Jones, Mapu, or, or you could throw Peppers in there. Like Jalen Mills. Yeah. So, and then Marcus Jones is your slot corner. Like, so to me, if they have that flexibility, I could see Mapu having a big impact for sure. And look, are there going to be times he gets run by as a rookie safety playing in that defense? Yes. Yeah. And it's going to be frustrating. But I, I, I think Christian Gonzalez is by far the biggest rookie impact. Oh, yeah. But I think Mapu, like, he could be second to me. So if, if we're observing OTAs and minicamp, the two rookies on defense that are basically being handed opportunities from day one are Christian Gonzalez, who's the number one corner. Yeah. Left, number one corner. It's a lot like Cole Strange last year. You're not earning this spot. You're going to take this spot and prove us you deserve it. And you mentioned the early season schedule they have, too. Like, Oh, he's, yeah. He's no gonna... extensions of training camp. Yeah. You're going to play good Lamb, offense, AJ good Brown. offense, good offense, yeah. good offense. And if you're not ready, you're going to get embarrassed and exposed, and you'll be on the NBC highlights with everybody ripping you and saying you're not quite ready. The second guy is Mapu. He was out there uh, at linebacker early, then at safety, some version of the two. And I will say, as a person who loves um, safeties and linebackers, sort of the athletes of a defense that do it all, I think this team's going to be fun to watch because Jabril Peppers we saw last year in terms of the style he played, the physical, athletic style. He's going to be better this year. And I think Mapu, Duggar, Adrian Phillips, like you have a lot of guys in the middle of that defense. And I know they've they've all talked about versatility, and I think Peppers was the one that said we have a bunch of unicorns out here that can do a lot of different things. That's where there is certainly reason for upside uh, with this defense. But I want to go back to the, before we talk about the defense, I want to go back to the phone line, 617-779-7937. Joe and Westerly wants to talk about the offense and what uh, one person's impact will be on that side of the ball. Joe, how are you today? Joe? Joe? Oh, hey, how's it going, guys? Oh, Joe, you woke up. Where are you ordering food at the drive-thru or something? Oh, no, I just had, I thought I, uh, the phone was on mute. I'm sorry about that. No worries. What do you got today? So I was just wondering, um, I wanted to see what you guys think about uh, the steps Mac's going to make in his progression with Billy O. Uh, hopefully, you know, we sign Hopkins. We have the, I know Billy O and Hopkins aren't too fond of each other, but the Belichick and Hopkins relationship is definitely there. I just want to, do you think Mac is more likely to be a pro bowler this year or last year in New England? Ooh, that is the perfect final little, call little preview of the first segment of the noon o'clock hour before we head into today's edition of More Likely. So that's a taste. I like it. How are you feeling about Mac Jones? We talked about Comeback Player of the Year. We talked about MVP. You were a little um, alarmingly down on his chances to be team MVP in my 30% chance. I believe I'm quoting you yeah, accurately. Yeah. 30% chance for Mac Jones to be the Patriots MVP. That means 70% chance, I'm good at math, that someone else is the team MVP. Impact of Bill O'Brien. Is it going to pay off the way everybody thinks it's going to? Because we need to add a little um, reality to the narrative. The offense didn't look good at the end of minicamp. It looked alarmingly like last year's offense, where Mac Jones seemingly didn't know where to go, tucking the ball, running, scrambling, or throwing late, late picks, getting batted balls. There was some concern. I'm not, I mean, no alarm is being hit. I want to make that clear. But it wasn't perfect. It wasn't like, everything's great, Bill O'Brien's here. 
What do you think that impact's going to be? I think it's massive. And the word that I've used is competency. Like That's the good word. We use that on the Six Rings podcast, too. Yeah, they had... Last year, an offensive situation set up that just was not competent. I mean, they were 26th in yards per game, 27th on third downs, last in the red zone, and they were 17th in points per game, but they had eight non-offensive touchdowns. So, like, Marcus Jones, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, Kyle Duggar had a couple, too. Like, this is something that Bill O'Brien coming in and just adding competency, I think, will be a huge impact for them and for Mac Jones, but the offense as a whole, and we know how good the offense was last time Bill O'Brien was OC. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they don't have Brady. They don't have Gronk. They they're don't? not going to be that good. They, wait, they don't? I So I've heard. So they're not going to be that, that good. But I could see this being much closer to the 2021 year with McDaniels than what we saw last year. I think it's going to be a massive impact. Massive impact there will be on the radio industry after we trend because finally... We are going to get to the edition for a Sunday morning with John Lyons of More Likely. But before we get to More Likely and some very uh, polarizing questions about your four Boston sports teams, Joe Braverman is going to get you up to date with everything that's trending now. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. As the big voice just said, you're listening to the debut episode of Heart and Lions here on a Sunday afternoon on WEEI. Normally Fitzy and Heart in this time slot, but Fitzy is somewhere, somewhere, somewhere I don't know to answer your question on the text line. I'll be with line. Fitzy next Sunday. With Fitzy next Sunday. Oh, yes, I'll be away next Sunday at a lacrosse tournament, of which I'm missing right now. Apparently it's uh, quite a mess down at the uh, Yale Bulldog Brawl campus where uh, my wife sent me a picture of what looks like a river across one of the uh, fields. By the way, hope everyone's okay with the tornado warnings we got out uh, there. T- tornado warnings? I saw some uh, Good omen tweets. for my first show. Oh, yeah, yeah well tornado done. warning. Always good when you throw to your first trending of the day, and instead of hearing Joe Braverman's voice, you hear like a weather emergency yeah. SOS Emergency thing. alert system. Yeah, that's yeah. not good. Those are supposed to be tests. When they break out the real ones, it's kind of scary. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, I'm flooding in Fitchburg, but uh, we're going to move past the weather talk because we are not 90-year-old men. We are middling age men talking sports, and we have a game show today. 
We like to do these on the fly here on the Fitzy and Hart program or now the Hart and Lions program because I think they're fun. They mix it up a little bit because we're not doing buyer and seller talk here. We're not talking about second aprons. So therefore, I love to give difficult to ask questions. It's a little bit, what's that game? Would you rather? Yep. And they're like disgusting. And we won't go down that road here. Um, but that's a popular, would you rather? And it's really too gross, you know, stuck between a rock and a hard place kind of question. This is a, a little less disgusting, a little more uh, FCC uh, capable or allowed. So we're going to talk about, I have a question about each of the four major sports teams in Boston. Sorry, Revs, don't have a question. I think you're streaking. I read it on Twitter. I think you're good. I don't Do know. Do you not listen to my trendings? They're in second place. Second place. You know what the Revs, you know how I said I won't care about the Red Sox until they're out of last place? I won't care about the Revs till you win something in the postseason. Because I believe they pulled what's called the Bruins last year, and they won the president shield something trophy best. equivalent yeah yeah they they were the best regular season team and then they fell on their faces under the direction of bruce arena so i'm sorry i have watched that team for a long long time there was a whole period in the when i was working for the patriots where they went to like the final two or three years in a row and the houston dynamo like or something yeah range. and houston yeah. beat them so sorry i need you to like really make some noise in the postseason so the Rebs are not included, but the Red Sox, the Celtics, the Bruins, and the Patriots all have questions for today's episode of More Likely with John Lyons. John, first of all, how would you describe yourself? Welcome to the show. I would describe myself as someone that tried to ask you for the questions in advance and was denied. Oh, so, so you now tried to cheat. I, so now I just tried to prepare. Oh, and cheating. so now, now I'm anxious. Remember that quiz show myself. scandal? Preparing for a quiz show is called cheating. We're on the up and up here it's on the research. more likely show. Research. So, John, first question. We will start with a topic we just touched on. The Patriots. Their quarterback, Mac Jones, Pro Bowl rookie, sad sack sophomore. See what I did there? Alliteration. Uh, Mac Jones, after this season, when he will be eligible for a fifth-year option and he'll be eligible for extensions, more likely... Mac Jones signs after the 2023 season a 200 plus million dollar extension or never starts another game for the New England Patriots. Oh, I think it's the extension. I don't even think it's that close. I think he's going to come out. You just gave out 200 million dollars like nothing. Yeah, well, I technically I didn't give it out. I guess. Robert Kraft but, yeah. is like, what are we no, doing here? But I think it's way more because first of all, a I think, and I know there's been rumblings about is Belichick frustrated with him, and it took you mentioned it earlier till the draft mm. uh, for him to say, oh yeah, he's our guy. I think overall organizationally they believe in him as the future, and they look at it as Matt Patricia and Joe Judge were a big hampering to him and the offense as a whole last year. And frankly, I expect him to build off that rookie year when for long stretches of that rookie year, especially in the middle, we were talking rookie of the year yeah. type deal. And he again, he made the Pro Bowl. I know it was an alternate situation, but we were talking in the middle of that season. Remember they had the one seed? They were like 9-4 and four oh, yeah. at, at Thanksgiving. If so, you remember, Football Outsiders had some computer model that at that time they were the number one seed. And at that time, I believe the model ran four Super Bowls that could possibly happen. Three of them included the New England Patriots in it. The dumbest computer model you'll ever see right up until – the ESPN model that said the Celtics had a 97% chance to win the series. Yeah. so If you cool. trust AI, you're dumb. Yeah. AI lost on both of those for yep. sure. But no, I think it's much more likely he signs the big extension. And also, too, wow. But 
quarterbacks also get that now. Jared Goff got a huge freaking extension. Like guys, okay, there's who a little bit of that. You're right. Like guys who aren't good enough get big extensions. But I think Mac Daniel Jones will be Daniel Jones. Perfect example. Not That's really why I'm the host. Play. Yeah. So I, I think the host just asked the question. They don't provide commentary. Oh, uh, did you ever see Alex Trebek? Yeah, he plus, mocked yeah. people endlessly. Thank you. Oh, it's yeah. Mesopotamia, you idiot. I think it's much closer to 200 million. I, I really don't think it's that close. I, and I would be shocked if he has a year bad enough that we don't see him starting again. And I'll come think, on. Does Bill oh, Belichick get in the way of that, though? I don't think so. Because I think if with the Bill O'Brien situation Who's this guy that joined in, the show? Yeah. <laughs> is he the sure. band leader? No, but I think, look, I think this is going to be He's a situation. He's a friend in the audience. Where oh, okay. Bill O'Brien is running the Like, Bill Belichick's head coach, obviously. But O'Brien is running the offense. And it's largely his show and we're going to see Mac have a significant bounce back here. That I agree with. I have said that. I don't know if this is too bold a statement, but I think Bill Belichick is semi-retired. I get uncomfortable every time I say it because I could say something that's very offensive if I say it improperly, so I never will. Semi-retired because he has Bill O'Brien running the offense, Mayo Belichick running the defense, Judge Accord running special teams, and Matt Groh taking on an elevated role in the personnel department. Feels like he can kind of... I don't want to say Bobby Bowden it and ride around on a golf cart with like a straw hat and just kind of check in with Jimbo Fisher to see how things are going. But I think he can pick his spots where he needs to contribute. And I think that's good for the Patriots. I don't know why we're on a tangent here on this game show. we got to tighten it up a little bit. I will say you're right. There's a better chance that he signs a long-term extension, $200 million, I guess, that never starts again. Now moving on to the Boston Red Sox, the team that plays their games here on WEEI. More likely, John Lyons, that the Red Sox go on a playoff run to close out 2023, which means not only qualify for the postseason, but make a little noise. At least get to the you ALDS, dis- you know, kind Ish, of competitive I don't know. Little, little in the noise. Whatever series. you think yeah. a little noise means, that's how our writers put it. Or crash and burn and finish below 500, cemented in the basement in the AL East. So... I want them to make nope, the playoffs. That's not the I name think of the it's show. more likely they would crash and burn. Oh, and and I think the issue is, town. yeah, I know. I Hopefully I'm allowed to say that. But I think, look, we talked about earlier, 29th in fielding percentage at the All-Star break, second most Means errors. nothing, I was told. They have told. two starters that have given them 14 quality starts Means out of 27. Means nothing, I was told. Like, I think you're not that's, listening to callers? Means like, nothing. That, that's the issue. If they Now, if they make an upgrade at the trade deadline, especially in the rotation, fine. Can't but, middle it. I need but a decision now. I think it's more likely right now. They missed the playoffs. They're out of it below 500. I believe that is the I right answer not. because, as you said, if they make an addition at the trade deadline. Oh, the audience liked your answer. If they make an addition, yes, that could fuel a potential playoff run. But they could also do nothing or even be, I've heard it on other radio shows, sellers. If Bloom is looking long-term and not short-term, could be a seller. You have some attractive arms, whether it's Paxton, who maybe is a little less attractive I after last night. I wouldn't trade Paxton, though, side note. What about Chris Martin? Uh, I probably wouldn't either. Like, those are guys that I look at, Not especially Paxton. Well, if you're going to be a seller to a point this year, you want to be good in 2024, Paxton's yeah. your second-best starting pitcher. I'd keep him. Okay. Like that, I would add to the rotation. If if you want to sell Adam Duvall and Justin Turner, fine. Who's it's, playing second base if Justin Turner's not here? Yeah. I, I, when did he become a second I mean, baseman? There's so many questions uh, on this game show. Weekend. Yeah, he became. <laughs> it's a weird thing. Now, question number three. We move on to a team where we started today's show. Different show, not this game show, the radio show we also do here on WEEI. The Boston Celtics. 
Is there... No, no, no. Is it more likely... I forgot the name of my own show. The Boston Celtics win banner number 18 this season. Secure it for the rafters of TD Garden or finish below the four seed in the East during the regular season. Technically, they could do both, but I will pick one. I could pick one, Andy. Security. We need a new contestant. They're going to win the championship. They are going to win the championship. Yeah, and I think so. And look, they got to the finals a couple years ago. Disappointing end last year. I think the Porzingis deal is massive. This is a guy that gives them, he was the fourth best points per pick and roll defender allowed. He's number one in the NBA in post-up scoring per 100 possessions, I think it was. And he's a 38% three-point shooter. That's something that they don't have a guy like that. Like Al Horford is a good shooter. Some would say elite. Robert Williams. I would not say elite. Robert Williams is. Did you watch the postseason? Robert Williams is elite around the rim, but this is a guy that can do both of those things. And I think that the fit with Brown and Tatum, and also, and I mentioned this early in the show, Derek White getting more minutes is massive. What about Malcolm Brogdon? I, look, I'm the I, host of this show, so I can just ask questions at any point that may or may not have anything to do with the game no, we're playing. I, I would, first of all, I would not trade Malcolm Brogdon. I think he's going to have a big... Like if is you're, he healthy? By next June? Yeah. <laughs> by yeah, next June? That's what I'm talking I'm, I'm trying to win a championship here. That, uh, excuse thanks, me, uh, Joe Braverman. Off. When does basketball season start? Uh, I believe their training camp is in September. No. No, you are when... wrong. Actually, John Lyons is right. The Celtics season starts in June. That's all that matters. I was going to say April, but we can go June. No, yeah. June is all no, that really, matters. Though, if he's healthy in June, that's and I think the Celtics with your lineup, you can go quote-unquote small with Tatum, Brown, White, Brogdon, and then whatever big you want, and you're still kind of big for a small lineup. You know who's going to go, go double too? Not to step on your uh, story here. Have you been reading the stories out of uh, the Bay Area? where the Golden State Warriors are having a little uh, difference of view because I think a lot of people thought that CP3 was going to be a bench player, and now he's trying to weasel his way into the starting lineup as they go small with Steph Curry. Whose lineup is smaller and whose is better? Different edition of this show. How could you go to a team with Steph and Clay and think, oh, yeah, I'm going to start? Well, I mean, like, come on, dude. CP3 is kind come of an ego-driven. He he, yeah. he thinks no, he's I, a Hall and of I Famer. get it, and, and he's a great I mean, he player, a great career, Hall of Famer, but, like, come on, dude. It's What's he Clay. won? You go into a room full of winners, and you're not. It's Stephen Clay. Finally, we get mirror. to the fourth team in Boston, a team that has quietly sort of uh, licked its wounds this offseason, traded Taylor Hall after uh, salary cap issues, didn't sign Bertuzzi, who somebody thought that was a one-for-one, one, but it was never a one-for-one one. in their mind. The Boston Bruins, they made a um, controversial, questionable, much debated, uh, interesting coaching change a year ago. Bruce Cassidy was too much of a big old meanie for these players, including some of the star players, so he was jettisoned out of town. Worked out for him, as he said, because when he returned, he had a large Stanley Cup with him. Jim Montgomery worked out for him as he led the Bruins to the greatest regular season in NHL history. And then it stopped working out for him because he couldn't decide who to play in goal. He made some decisions with his star players that may have bitten him in the boom-boom as they say. So this is a Jim Montgomery question. Will Jim Montgomery last six years as the Bruins coach, a.k.a. Bruce Cassidy, who lasted six years here and went to the playoffs each and every season as the head coach of the Boston Bruins? Or will Jim Montgomery be fired within the next year plus? I think it's more likely he lasts six years because I think they're trying... Well, I think they're going to try to reset and I don't because I don't want to say rebuild, but reset with 
Pasternak and McAvoy and Swayman as their core. And Montgomery's thing when he came in is, oh, he can develop players, he can work well. Young Which, players. by the way, by the way, was kind of Bruce Cassidy's thing when he started. Right. I know at the end people were like, oh, young players don't like him. Remember, he was a coach of the Providence Bruins, came up. Like, that was his thing, too. So I think it's more likely he's here for five, six-plus years than fired after next year. I also think it's more likely the Bruins go deeper in the playoffs next year than they did this year. Uh, I think that's a safer bet than the Montgomery thing. Um, I'm interested to see how Montgomery plays out because the contestant brings up a great point. He's a coach that most people thought was suited for young developmental who took over a roster that was described as last dance. All veterans. Those don't seem to, unless you were looking a year ahead with the hire, and then, wow, this kind of snuck up on us. We're really good and kind of went all in to win for it, and now we're in this weird bridge is the new rebuild word or bridge era that we talk about. Um, but I, I find Jim Montgomery fascinating in a curiously not fascinating way, if that makes any sense. I think he's kind of boring. If you remember his initial press conference, he said something like, I don't really have any answers or something. And everybody was like, wait, what? And then he had a great year, pushed all the right buttons until he didn't, didn't push the right buttons and blamed goalie Bob for pushing the wrong buttons. And they were You'd have to going. ask goalie Bob a little more. Yeah. Maybe goalie Bob will take over as the head coach someday of the Boston Bruins. But I like your optimism because I think stability is good if they are going to be transitioning to yeah. the next era of, of great Bruins hockey. And maybe they do. You know, everybody has talked about the idea. You had such a great regular season, dismal postseason. We see other teams, even the Panthers, who the year before kind of went the same route and then when less was expected went on a run. Could you have some form of that for the Bruins, even if it's not all the way to the Stanley Cup, but maybe a round or two uh, of playoff hockey? But uh, I think Jim Montgomery is going to be an interesting case study, and we probably could have asked a very similar question had we had... Actually, let's go to bonus time here on More Likely. More likely that after next season, and I think I know your answer based on your previous discussions, but something could happen mid-year. More likely that Joe Mazzulla is the head coach of the Boston Celtics or Sam Cassell is oh, the head coach of the Boston Celtics. I would love Celtics. Sam Cassell, but it's more likely Joe Mazzulla because if they're going to win the championship, the guy's going to stay as head well, coach. Not he could get canned mid-season. Uh, I just maybe I don't see that. maybe Sam Cassell's the head coach who wins the championship. No, I, I don't think that will happen. Well, I but I will. Like this. I will give you Andy that if he does get fired, it's it is going to be Sam Cassell. I wanted them to hire Sam Cassell over Ime Udoka a couple years ago. I, I'm a huge Sam Cassell guy. Like I think wow. that's a match. I think Porzingis is obviously the biggest addition they made. I think Sam Cassell's second. I think it's a big impact. And as we're in bonus time here on More Likely, we'll even crowdsource it. The text line at 37937, Hart, H-E-A-R-T. Do you think it's more likely the Jets miss the playoffs or make the AFC Championship game contestant John Lyons? AFC Championship game. Because I think, look, there's a lot of teams out there that think they're a quarterback away. Mm. The Jets actually were last year. Mm. Great defense, good young skill players, solid Mm. offensive line, and I think pretty good coaching. And now they have Nathaniel Hackett, who I get was a joke in Denver. When he was Aaron Rodgers' OC in Green Bay, they were pretty damn good. Mm. So I think it's more, I don't think they will, but I think it's more likely they're in the AFC Championship game than missing the playoffs. I I would not be shocked if they win the AFC East. I still pick the Bills, but I'm not sitting here shocked if the Jets win the division. That's, you might have that decision when they get on hard knocks. And you will be able to watch the early steps of it. Yeah. 
on Hard Knocks, and I look forward to that because that's a... Maybe uh, I'll change my take after the first couple episodes. I don't know. Uh, you might, but yeah. you don't get to do that now. You have to make a take yeah. now. Right and now, I agree I with your take. I think there is a good chance the Jets are a Defense good football team. The defense was championship caliber. You couldn't find anybody who thought That's otherwise. A team too, by the way. Sorry to cut you off, Andy. Like, this is my why, show. why are they not after DeAndre Hopkins? Like, you have Garrett Wilson. You you have a new quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. Why would you not? Like, to me, they're a team that would be a no-brainer fit. I put the Cowboys in this discussion, too. Like, no-brainer fits for DeAndre Hopkins that aren't even interested. Like, I don't know my why. My guess the is their general manager, no, not Joe Douglas, Aaron Rodgers, for some reason, doesn't want DeAndre yeah. Hopkins. Or and he brought really everyone from Green Bay. Right, and he's York. got his boys. Then yeah, you'd have to yeah. cut, like, Lazard or, or Cobb or, you know, whatever his group of receivers. You'd probably have to get rid of one of them, and he doesn't want to ditch one of his yeah. boys Dalvin for D-Hop. Would be a nice fit. So, Dalvin Cook would Brees be a, Hall's coming with off Brees injury. Hall coming off an injury. And we are yeah. running overtime here on More Likely, so we will close out the final full hour of not only this program, but the Lions and Heart, Heart and Lions show here on WEEI. And at some point, I'll transition back to my regular voice. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, I get a good feeling. Do we have a good feeling today about your Boston Red Sox? Is this the good Sox day or the bad Sox day? You'll get your answer. First pitch around 2.20 from Wrigley Field in Chicago. Apologize. Just trying my new favorite Doritos during the break. The tangy ketchup flavor that I'm a big fan of back here on the Lions and Heart, Heart and Lions, whatever you want to call it, Sunday Affair on WEEI. Uh, Red Sox, as I said, 220 will be carrying you right up until about 120 when the uh, pregame show will begin. Over the next uh, half hour or so, we're going to clean up a bunch of topics a little on the Six Rings podcast, which I'd urge everyone to subscribe to, download, download the Odyssey app, get all your Patriots talk, get your weekly fill three, four, sometimes five times a week during the regular season of Fitzy and Hart breaking down all things Patriots. We like to call a segment pretty regularly Pat's Pori, where we just bounce around little okay. topics. For that the sounds Patriots. like the Finer Things Club type deal. What the hell's that? It's from The Office. I don't, I've never seen The Office once. Uh, well, you're missing out. I could still just watch saying. it, I guess. It's probably yeah. available. It's not as good as The King service. of Queens, but it's still pretty good. Oh, I like The King of Queens. Love I saw King that. Nice pull. That's a, a very underrated show. You want to yeah. see a random well, connection there? It last night. On Friday. I had barbecue at my favorite little barbecue place called Bootleg Barbecue in Westport, Massachusetts, who about five months ago had lunch there, Kevin James. Okay. Because he works with some local producer, artist, something. He's got a tie, and he was in town and had a bootleg barbecue where I ate the other day. So it all comes full circle to King of Queens. But uh, one of the topics that I wanted to touch on... Um, I watched QBs or quarterbacks, whatever the hell it's called on Netflix. Oh, the docu-series quarterback. The docu-series that follows Kirk Cousins, Patrick Mahomes, and Marcus Mariota, who's sort of the 
the sad third quarterback in that trio. That's um, a big outlier right there. A little bit, a little bit. He he has like sort of a lot of issues in the first couple episodes early last year in Atlanta as he made his uh, career change there with Arthur Smith. Um, but first of all, I'm not sure if either of you have seen it and what you think of it. I will say it's been getting a lot of negative press. Um, our own uh, Megan Ottolini on the uh, afternoon show wrote a little column for WEI.com in which she kind of crapped on it, said it was like a little brother to... J.V. Hard Knocks, Yeah, J.V. Hard Knocks. I saw the Boston Globe, Ben Volan on football, wrote that it was a disappointment. Uh, I didn't. I just read the headline. I haven't read the story. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm an easy grader. I watched the first two episodes. I enjoyed it. Like, is it anything groundbreaking? No. But you watch it, you learn... First of all, my, I forgot about this, my biggest takeaway. You guys familiar with... Apple cannons? Is that a thing around here? Never heard of it. Nope. Because Patrick Mahomes went to one of those like um, farms where you like there's games and different things. There's probably apple picking, whatever. And there was a cannon that looked like the original cannon from um, American Gladiators that shot tennis balls, but it shoots apples, and they have like old tractors set up in a field in front of you. It looked awesome. He is just poof blowing up tractors with like an apple from 60 yards if they have that around here if anybody could text in 37937 if that's available in the greater massachusetts area please let me know but on a larger scale like you see patrick mahomes he's kind of likable you see kirk cousins very likable much more likable than i expected it's just if you're a football fan i feel like this is one of those things what's wrong with it like it's entertainment yeah, and full disclosure, I have not watched it because I was sharing Netflix passwords with someone, and then they started to crack down on that, and I said, I'm El Cheapo over here." Set. So, yeah, I think one thing I did hear though, and you probably saw this, is that Kirk Cousins they showed him preparing for the Patriots game, and he talked about, "Oh, if they play a lot of man coverage, we'll be fine because they can't cover our." I, I'm paraphrasing, but I, I don't thought, think I've seen that yet. So, sorry, spoiler. Uh, I found that really Why do interesting. I even watch now? It's not really a spoiler. We know what happened in the game. Yeah, and I found that really interesting, and I think that's just further evidence of why Christian Gonzalez is so important. Oh, huge. Because when we saw Jonathan Jones, and I thought Jonathan Jones overall had a really good year as in a starting outside corner, but when did we see him struggle? When he played Justin Jefferson and Stephon Diggs, two guys. And T. Higgins, don't forget him. Three guys <laughs> that were just as athletic as him, but also bigger. Men. And I think that's the thing. Men. Yeah, so I think that's the issue. So that was Patriots-wise. That was my biggest takeaway from it, but I'll be honest, I uh, was probably watching like Hulu or something instead. I've been watching Justified on that. So uh, Justified is one of my, as we really Great go show. off the rails here, yeah. this is what happens when you put two people that have little squirrel moments together. It's what happens when I work with Christian Fourier, as I will next Friday on the Midday Show. Um, Justified, which is coming back and I think it already, Tuesday? It's, it might be this week. I think week, it's July yeah. 18th coming yeah. back. Uh, totally new show in Detroit, but... Is it Timothy Oliphant? Oh, yeah. Oliphant. Um, One of my favorite shows of all time. I'm not sure it gets the sort of respect it deserves in the great show's hierarchy, but uh, I was very excited to see that coming back. So have you seen it before, or are you cramming to watch the new one? This is my first time. My wife and I watch it. It's our first time watching it. We're in the last season now, but it's awesome. I love it. I was watching that instead of quarterback. That's that's better than quarterbacks. It's it's more worth it, and you're preparing for something else, because I've heard good things already, the screenings or whatever, of the new uh, Justified. Um, The other uh, thing I wanted to talk about is answer something from the text line. As you pointed out, we try to be interactive here. Um, 
Wait, somebody said Collins Farm, but then they said no apple cannons. Potato cannons are a big thing. I've seen here. those. Okay, I have seen those. I don't know if they're as cool as the apple cannons. Probably I probably more painful too if you got hit with one of those. Well, I don't think you're allowed to shoot people with either type of cannon. I was just envisioning a mishap. On Jesus! Either one. <laughs> Imagine if Patrick Mahomes was like out for the year because of an apple cannon mishap. Oh. That'd be problematic. But one of the we had multiple textures, or I don't know, maybe the same texture multiple times. No contract yet for Gonzalez. No care. No worries. No problem. Um, it's the NFL. They can do what they want to do. They're slotted. I, I mean, I guess if we get to mid, uh, if early August and he's not on the field, then I'll start to worry. But until I see him missing time because of his contract, I'll assume it gets done in the next five days. Yeah, and Christian Gonzalez and Keon White, both unsigned, both share the same agents, so it wouldn't shock me if the Patriots are working with both, you know, on both guys. Maybe the agents in Europe and, and can't negotiate right, right now. And we he see the same phone. day, you know, the same day, they're both signed. Like, And, yes. and especially with Gonzalez, his is mid-first round, that's slotted. Uh, if anything, they're haggling over When's he going to get his pay schedule? Offset language. Yeah, yeah, like it's stupid stuff. Yeah, but, it'll be fine. I'm not worried about that. I feel more confident that there's nothing to worry about with Christian Gonzalez than I do there's nothing to worry about with Jalen Brown. I'm yeah. more worried about Jalen Brown. Christian well, Gonzalez, blah, blah, yeah. blah. It's yeah. also a much smaller deal, like probably one-tenth of the uh, total dollar value. Yeah, it's... what gets in the way of these deals like being completed, though? Really nothing. Re- like Every once in a while, a guy will argue for guaranteed money above the slot because everything is slotted with a slight raise from the previous year for that spot. Sometimes position. Usually quarterbacks get a little yeah. cantankerous because they're bigger and better than everybody. So if the guy drafted 17th last year was a quarterback, maybe the Patriots would be like, you're not a quarterback, you're a cornerback. And then he would say, yeah, cornerbacks are almost as important today. And if it was a guard, it might be something different. Um, sometimes offset language. If you get cut, do you get paid by the other team? Do you have do you still collect the money from you both? Double dip. There's a few minor things, but uh, really nothing. There's almost nothing to worry about about NFL contracts in the first round uh, anymore. There's very few holdouts, very few issues that need to be dealt with long term. I think Dante Hightower, if I remember right, didn't sign until like the day before rookies report. Right? It was. I think he was the one or one of that came right down to the wire. And look how that turned out. Pretty franchise well. hero, couple Super Bowls, big time playmaker, captain. Second so it's best, perfect. second most important player in the second half of the dynasty. Throwing out topics at the end of a segment, at the end of an hour. Uh, it's, here. Not, it's just my observation. Second most important player from the second half of the dynasty. Yes. So he is and behind Brady. Right yes. And then he's ahead of Gronk and Edelman and yeah. whoever, whoever yeah. else you might put in there. Yeah, I mean, it's close, but yeah. It's an interesting debate. That sounds like a guest appearance from John Lyons on the Six Rings podcast I'm in. with Fitzy and Hart, where we will debate that topic because I think Fitzy. Might be very opinionated on that. That's in his uh, wheelhouse or his ballpark in terms of Patriot Dynasty porn and love and lust and all that stuff. I'm always in for that. Okay, 617-779-7937. We have a potpourri final segment here leading up to Red Sox baseball. One and one after the All-Star break. It's the battle of the longtime historic franchises that are still using the same old ballparks. It's a T-shirt. They should probably tighten it up a little bit if they're going to paint it on a T-shirt. But Cubs, Red Sox, 220 start. 120 will be the pregame show. But you get one final chance to throw something at us here on the Lions and Heart program. 617-779-7937. is the text. We will be back for 15 minutes of Radio Gold.
final uh, 10 plus minutes or so here on the Heart and Lions program on a Sunday afternoon leading up to Red Sox baseball, Red Sox Cubs. Does that still have the draw that it once did? I mean, that's a, because of the, the historic nature of the ballparks and the franchises and the droughts and everything and the Theo Epstein tie-in and John Lester, I mean, that's a... That's a sexy oh, franchise yeah. rivalry connection. But right now, you have the last place Red Sox and the mediocre at best Cubs. What are they, third place? But they're not very good. They and they might even 500. sell. at the. De- I know we're yeah. not going to get into buyers and we're sellers. We're not doing stock, buyers and sellers. But, I told you already. But they might actually sell. And look, I think I'm a big supporter of interleague play. I enjoy I mean, it. They're selling us. But I think the fact yeah, that Stroman. interleague play is now all year. That takes a little shine off when the Red Sox play a national right. team. No matter what, like when the Dodgers come to Fenway in August, it's going to be great because it's going to be Mookie's first time back, and it's going to be the Dodgers. They're not booing. They're but, Mookie. But if three or four years from now the Dodgers are back for the second or third time, it's, right. it's still cool, but it's not quite the shine. And I Also, think how the, often like in history do Sox and Cubs play? Like not that often. Right, and, mo- and lately and now with interleague play expanded, it's going to be a little bit more. Which I think maybe takes right. where you the play shine. everybody, yeah. And which again, I'm a huge supporter of. And I this, also this think a side effect. It would mean more if they were better. Oh yeah. Neither team is good. If they were both leading their division, that's I think juice. It would be a much, much. Then you would see it. And I don't even know. I'm assuming it's not a nationally televised anything. If this would be like a Sunday night baseball game, if they 100%. were both uh, good, or this would be one of those series you could probably get like the the Fox Saturday and the the ESPN Sunday. You could do the double dip nationally. Um, Right now, it's just kind of... I believe the Sox are doing that next weekend with the, with Mets. the Mets. Yeah, they have um, the Fox Saturday game. Do they not have flex scheduling in baseball? Anybody want to uh, update the uh, TV executives? Yeah. The Mets stink, and the Red Sox aren't that good. Yeah. So maybe Hello? Just, uh, Anyone? Uh, I don't even know if they have... That's a good question, because like, when you look at the Sunday night baseball schedule like at the beginning of the year, it's usually set I think initially the Sunday, night, the Sunday game against the Dodgers was TBD... And then they put it on Sunday Night Baseball. Okay. So someone should tell them they might want to flex out of Red Sox-Mets because the Mets are proving you can't buy or I'm not, I don't want to say that. They're, they're, money doesn't mean everything. Just because you invest doesn't mean you're going to be good. And the Red Sox are proving when you don't invest, there's a good chance you won't be that good. So therefore, both teams are not that good. If they met in the middle, damn good team. Well, now you get into the root of the theory of Heim Bloom was supposed to be mixing of Tampa. They were supposed to be the Dodgers, right? Andrew Friedman or whatever. Which should be their um, goal. Develop prospects, spend money, make trades, bring it all together. And yet, here we are. I don't really know what they're doing. And but could he regather it by getting one Shohei Otani? Yeah. Oh, if absolutely. he gets Shohei Otani, I'll forgive him for Everything. Mookie and Xander Everything. out the door. Yes. I, I would a hundred and I know Shohei has dealt with blister finger things as a pitcher recently, but he showed he's still valuable by hitting, I believe, his major league leading thirty third or thirty second home in run. In the ninth inning last night. So and now everybody uh, what do they ever won? They got Trout and Shohei Otani. That's great. I'd love to find out. I'd yeah. love to watch him on a daily basis. I'd love to Think of it this way. We talked earlier about Patriots defensive MVP. I said Judon. Joe said that's obvious. You picked somebody else. If Rafael Devers is not your best player, you're a better team. Inherently, if he's your number two, Devers, at 300 and whatever million dollars, hitting home run after home run and exciting you and crushing the baseball, and he's your second most interesting or exciting player, you're a better baseball team. And then on top of it, 
Paxton and Bayo are your two three in the rotation. Exactly. That, like, that's that's what you mind want. blown. So obvious. Yeah. Get out your checkbook, John Henry. Write. I don't know, seven hundred million I'd, I'd say on six it. To whatever it's going to take, trade whatever it's going to take within reason. Because as John Lyons, who that's your voice by the way, John Lyons, that is he's new voice. to weei.com. I mean uh, weei, and uh, I believe as we wind down here has had a very very good first show. Thank you, appreciate Andy. you. I'm I still here. This. You, like I said, you haven't beat me up. Joe hasn't thrown me out. So and if you can make any, it here, you can make it anyway. I haven't got you any. Can text. Make it with Andy Hart. You can make it on any other. Program. I haven't gotten texted by Ken Laird yet saying oh. go home. So he's like, not listening. Well, that's maybe better for me. <laughs> better for me, maybe. Right? I believe Ken Laird is in uh, Montreal or Ooh. somewhere. I believe he's on vacation. Good city, by but the way. But good. Never been there. Yeah, it was fine. It was, so uh, my friends and I went. Uh-oh. We were like nineteen. And oh, it was boy. legal to drink there, so that was the main draw. But it was. A, it's a cool city. I've heard they have regardless um, quite a few uh, gentlemen's clubs. Yeah, I, I don't know anything about that. Uh, I think you do. Yeah. Uh, I think you did. Yeah. But, but not a great city. Not not as wild as New Orleans. But I've been there. Yeah, I've been there too. Their gentlemen's Vegas. clubs were a little overrated there. I forgot what happened, but I was very the disappointed. The only thing I did, like, when I went to New Orleans, so Why we, we got there this? on a Thursday, though, <laughs> and I just noticed, like, you walk down Bourbon Street and it just smelled bad. It's gross. And then the next day, Friday morning, we walked down Bourbon Street again, and it just smelled like bleach. Because oh, yeah, they like, hose it down. And I was like, yeah, and at the time, I didn't know that. I'm like, it's gross. Why? I was like, this place is gross. I um I did it like, for it the was fun, but I was Super like, Bowl, damn. Super Bowl 36, the first Patriots Super yeah. Bowl was awesome. Glad I was paid to be there instead of paying to be there. Like, it's one of those experiences I'm glad I had. But I don't know that I would ever pay to go be in a mass of people on Bourbon Street where you can't even move forward and you got to go down a side It smells street. bad. Oh, That's smells the headline. Bad. That's the headline. It Definitely smells, smells bad. If it smells bad, I don't. And again, I had a lot of fun. It it's was a general great, rule in life. But if it smells bad, leave if, it alone. If I had to pick, like, oh, where would I go? Like, I'd go back to... Any number of places right. before there. Like Bourbon Street smells bad, leave it alone. You yeah. get your milk out for cereal, you give it a little sniff, doesn't smell good, don't put it on your cereal. Yeah. Go dry cereal that day. Why do you think they call it Bourbon Street? But it didn't smell like bourbon. I, I, I won't, you know, tell the listeners yeah. what it smelled like because I don't want to gross, gross anyone out there. And there are right rats now. and there are. Yeah. It is uh, not a great place, I would tell you. Um, but anyway, we are wrapping up here, and I just wanted to get your thoughts on the Red Sox because we are leading into the Red Sox, and I know Will Fleming and others get very upset when we don't talk Red Sox leading into the Red Sox pregame show, leading into the Red Sox broadcast here on WEEI. We talked about it earlier. Engagement level has ebbed, and it has flowed, but I think they they want to be engaged. By they, I mean the fans. I mean us as broadcasters, as I do. observers. Want to be engaged. What will it take... For you to be engaged not only on July 16th, 17th, and 18th, but maintain engagement when the challenge comes. Because the challenge is coming next week. Ten days. Patriots. All of a sudden, Mac Jones, Bill Belichick, daily press conferences, information, reports out of training camp, then preseason games and regular season. What's it going to take for John Lyons to remain engaged with the Red Sox? Consistency. And we talked about it earlier. They've had Uh-oh. they've had seven winning streaks of three or more games and seven losing streaks of three or more games. So to me, it's got to be more consistent. And I think, frankly, Andy, they got to add another starting pitcher, someone in the top three in that rotation to complement Bayo and Paxson. I think if they do that... Chris Sale? I, no, I mean someone outside the organ. Sale, whoa, whoa. to me, is a bonus. If they Story need someone- is an addition, why isn't Sale an addition? I don't depend on Chris Sale's. Help. I don't depend he on was Trevor Story. I, 
I don't really depend on him either, to be honest. I haven't but, cared for my Trevor Story experience over yeah. the last year plus. You know yeah. what his biggest accomplishment was? Pushing Xander Bogarts out the door. Probably the most. Didn't he have like a good June? He had a very like good that? month yeah, at some month, point. Yeah, it was good. So did Jackie Bradley but Jr. at various seasons. And, and consistency is not just like, obviously, the wins and losses, but we've talked about already. 29th in fielding percentage at the All-Star break. Second, like, just be more consistent in the field. Be more consistent in the rotation. And then, A, I think you'll win more games. You'll be more enjoyable to watch. Can I give you guys today's starting nine? Because Rob Bradford tweeted out a few moments ago. Sure. We got uh, Ref Snyder, Turner, Devers, Duval, Yoshida, Alfaro, Arroyo, Wong, and Chang. Why is Jaron Duran not... Playing. I was just going to say, I was going to end this segment and this shift of radio saying... He's 34 of his last I owe him an apology, because I thought Jaron Duran was a absolute dink a year ago. I hated him. I thought the warts of his game and his personality combined to make a horrific first impression on me and many fans. Jaron Duran may now be the most exciting player on the Boston Red Sox. And I heard Brad Foe say this yesterday in the pregame show. It's a little bit of a stretch, but in the way that Ellie De La Cruz has ignited baseball in Cincinnati with his style. Jaron Duran is doing that for the Boston Red Sox. And I think part of it is the evolution of baseball, the new game, the rules have allowed guys like this to be more impactful. This is, I, I keep making comparisons to youth baseball. Every little league, pony league, Colt team has that leadoff hitter that if he gets on, he's on third, right? He's going to score a run. He's going to steal second, steal third. Oh, a throw went, got away, and he scores. That's what De La Cruz has done among other things, for the Cincinnati Reds. He's also hitting bombs and hitting oh, for the cycle awesome. and doing everything. But Jaron Duran brings that to the Boston Red Sox. And I was going to apologize to him and look forward to listening on my ride home to what he was going to do today. And he's not in the lineup. 34 for his last 87, Andy. 17 of those 34 hits are for extra bases. And this even when he hits a single, it's an extra base. He did it at Wrigley. I right. mean, this guy should be in the lineup every day. He's been... Like, Yoshida, I think, has been the most impressive player coming in as a quote-unquote rookie and playing as all, at an all-star level. Yep. But Durant, talk about comeback player of the year earlier at the Patriots. Like, he's by oh, he's far the, biggest. the comeback. And I think he might probably the most exciting player. Well, and that's what oh, I was going to say. I use my son unfairly as my barometer in connection to the youth because we're all old and everything is social media. You keep throwing that snap. around. We you are. said earlier that Joe could defend young people, which was a subtle saying that I could Not subtle. Defend. Young his, people. His age now starts with a two. Old. What does yours start with? It starts with a three. Okay, so you're not young three. anymore. It's Doesn't a matter. small three. I don't think that's how that works. It starts with a three. Yeah, I am old. I know. You're in your third decade on the planet. You're not young anymore. But the young people love Jaron Duran. Yeah. And they're not yes, watching the games, do. but they're watching highlights and his shtick and the style yeah. of play. They're still getting those on, what is it, Snapchat and Insta and this and various Snap forms. Face, yes. Yeah, all that, Bill Belichick. But he is the modern Red Sox baseball player. He is their attempt to ignite life into the game, to get away from, you know, station-to-station baseball, wait for a home run, which those are still exciting too, Devers. I still like your home runs, and I also like that your batting average has gone up about 30 points in the last three weeks or whatever it is. Um, But Jaron Duran, I apologize. I thought you were a dink. I wanted no part of you coming into this season. Now, a few months later, I'm disappointed that you're not in the lineup. Well, I'm sure Cooper... Cooper Borman will tell us about it in the pregame, but Justin Steele is a lefty Duran lefty lefty matchup. Name, Justin Steele. 
Yeah. Porn star or major league pitcher? Six that's a guy I want to see Jared That's next week's game face. show. <laughs> yeah, Fitzy and I will take care of that. The Justin Steele. That's a yeah. good game to play. Porn star or major league pitcher? Yes. I'm Throw sure, that on the docket. I'm sure my mom listening would be so proud. Well, you know, play. it is what it is. Yeah, hey. Uh, but Red Sox baseball is on the way. Wrigley Field in Chicago. I'm hoping they're not having any of the weather issues that we've been having throughout New England today where there's flooding in Fitchburg. There's... Uh, Weather warnings during Joe Braverman's trendings. I know there's torrential downpours down in Connecticut at a lacrosse tournament my wife is at. Been a pretty miserable weather day here in New England, but take yourself away. Not by, not with Calgon, Calgon or whatever that was. Take me away. The Red Sox will take you away to Wrigley Field. Afternoon baseball in one of the great ballparks that's ever been. Historic matchup. Cubs and Red Sox. Series tied 1-1. Great. Excuse me. Great game for the Red Sox. Bad game for the Red Sox, so they're due for a great one. Pivotal Again. stretch coming up. Up next will be the Red Sox pregame show with Cooper Boardman talking all things Sox, including the foe on the mound who has a great name, Justin Steele. Until next week. He's not a porn star. He's not a porn star. He's a pitcher. He's going to prove it on the mound because if he proved the other thing on the mound, everybody would be in trouble. For John Lyons, I'm Andy Hart. This has been the inaugural Hart and Lyons show here on WEI. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.